Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Donald, Ronald Brookins, and I have with me my co-host, Donald Brookins, and you're listening to America's Community Voices Network and uh, our newer standard program, our podcast, called Podcasting in America. We have as our special guest, Mr. Craig Latimer, Supervisor of Elections for Hillsborough County. Um, many years ago, when we first started this podcast, he was one of our first interviews, and as a matter of fact, he had just assumed the office of Supervisor of Elections, so we want to first of all say welcome, Mr. Latimer. Thank you. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Now, Mr. Latimer, while we want to talk about everything, election 2016, uh, there's some important issues that have arisen as a result of one of the candidates, one of the main parties, claiming somehow how this election is rigged. And uh, we want to address any concerns that the public may have. Uh, I know from my familiarity reality with uh, supervisor of elections offices, and my mother works for over 20 years at the polls, so I know that there are safeguards. So can we start off by talking about, in terms of the state of Florida, have you, have you received a lot of interest from voters with their concerns about uh, the uh, integrity of the election? We, we've had a lot of questions um, that uh, have been posed to us by voters. Um, but, you know, in, in Florida, we really have a great system. And I, I would start with our registration system. To register okay. to vote, to register to vote in this state, you must supply a driver's license number or the last four of your Social Security number. The state then makes a match with that information so that they verify you are, in fact, who you say you are and that you're a real person. They also check citizenship at that time to make sure that you are a citizen of the United States. After you become an eligible voter, when you go to vote, you have to show a photo and signature identification in order to vote in person. If you vote by mail, you have to sign an oath on the back of the envelope of the vote-by-mail ballot. That signature is then verified against the signature that's on file that we have when you registered. So, you know, first off, um, every night that that uh, voter rolls are compared against the Department of Health deceased person files and also with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement for people that have been adjudicated of a felony crime. We don't have dead people voting. We don't have zombie people registering because you have to come in and show a photo and signature ID, but first and foremost, you have to be verified through either your driver's license number or the last four of your social. Well, it seems as if, from what you're telling me, that we have a system of checks and balances to guard against any type of uh, tampering with the elections or, or, or having someone come in and vote uh, and they're not, not legally uh, registered to vote. That is correct. You know, and then the equipment that we use, and this isn't just in Hillsborough County. This is in the entire state of Florida. So October 18th, we conducted what's called a logic, a public logic and accuracy test of our equipment. We take a random sample of our equipment that's going to be used at both early voting and on election day, and we run a predetermined deck of ballots through these machines. We know what the outcome should be. We then compare and make sure that the outcome was what it was expected to be. 
We've also marked every single spot on the ballot so we know that the the tabulators are, in fact, reading every single spot on the ballot. Then the equipment is deployed out into the field for early vote and election day. After the election, the canvassing board then randomly selects one of the races and randomly selects some of the precincts. My people then go find all the ballots from those precincts in that race, the vote by mail, early vote, and election day ballots, and we hand count those ballots to once again verify that the machines counted them accurately. But see, the important part of this, too, in the state of Florida, we have a paper ballot. So we can always recreate an election with that paper ballot if there's ever a question. And, Mr. Latimer, this is Donald Brookins. I want to ask you, um, I'm looking at a document that was provided to us by your assistant, and I'm extremely impressed with it, uh, uh, which has made me feel a lot better about the security of my vote. Uh, there is uh, something here that I want to ask you about. It pertains to uh, your database. Uh, is it in any way connected to the Internet, and is there any way that that could be tampered with? Yeah, what you're speaking about is our election server, the server that we run our election management software on, and it is not connected to the intranet or to an internet in any way, shape, or form. In addition, the tabulators that we use that are deployed for both early vote and on election day are not connected to the internet, and they are not interconnected in any way. Both of these have what's called a closed network, so there is no access available to it. Okay, that's terrific. Now, I notice here at the bottom of the page, it, it does say that uh, all 67 counties uh, follow the same procedure and process. Do you, would you happen to know, uh, with regards to other states, um, uh, are we similar to other states? Is there a big difference in uh, how other states uh, do this process? Yeah, there's not a big difference. Um, other states do uh, tests before the equipment goes out. They do counting after the equipment comes back. You know, this process is so transparent, too. Let, let me share with you that in a polling site on Election Day at 7 o'clock, when that poll, you know, the polls are closed now. Now, if anybody's in line, they can still vote. But when that last person has voted and the poll is closed, the clerk actually ends the election on that tabulator so that it cannot accept any more ballots. The next thing that happens is that that clerk will print two copies of what's called the result tape. That result tape actually contains all of the votes that have been cast on that machine for each candidate. So right there it would tell you, you know, how many votes were cast, how many votes were cast for each candidate in each race. One copy of that result tape is sealed in a container and brought back to my office. The other copy of that result tape, by law, is taped to the door of the polling room for anyone who wishes to see it. Very good. Um, sir, I do have a question. Uh, you indicated uh, once the tabulations uh, are taken and, and transported to your office, during the chain of custody, is there anyone who have access to that information other than, other than the person delivering it to you? 
No, it's uh, actually in a, a sealed container with a numbered seal on it. Um, but again, this is you know just used for more checks and balances. Is what it is. Terrific, terrific. Now I want to ask a question. You 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 may recall back in the election of 2000 there were some some uh, issues with our ballots, and I know we know we no longer use the same type of ballot. Um, could something occur with this new process that we have? Well, we might end up in a similar situation like in 2000. No. Because all of, all of the machines and everything, the whole process was updated, if, if I remember. Is that correct, sir? Yeah, we're on our third different voting machine since the 2000 election. Uh, those were the old punch card uh, machines that uh, – actually, it wasn't a machine. It was uh, just a device where you punched – the card out, and sometimes people didn't push hard enough. But, you know, with a, a paper ballot, it's pretty obvious when somebody bubbles something in. Now, mm-hmm. you know, what we will have, we will get people that might vote for too many candidates in a race. If you're voting at an early vote site or at an election day site, these machines will actually tell you that you voted for too many candidates, and they'll tell you which race you did. It will also give you the option of casting that vote, and it will tell you right there that if you cast this vote, there will be no vote counted in that race, or you can take it back to the clerk at the polling site, and we will spoil that ballot and issue you a new ballot. So, you know, anytime somebody makes a mistake on a on a ballot in a polling site, they have several opportunities. They can get a new ballot and correct that ballot. The same way if, if you get a vote-by-mail ballot and you make a mistake on it, we tell you right on the instructions Contact our office. We'll cancel that ballot and send you another ballot. Let me ask another question. Uh, this document I'm looking at, uh, 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 I just think it's fantastic. Um, if uh, a citizen wanted to see this information, it's at the website, or if they if they wanted to get a copy of it, can they go to that website and print it, or can they request this document from from, from your office? They certainly can go right on our website at VoteHillsborough.org. It's on the front page of our website with the unofficial results as we head uh, through early vote here. And it's uh, right there. There's also some other information there about stuff that's going around out there on the Internet uh, that uh, people think that we have certain types of machines. We don't. Um, so there's there's a lot of information there. I would encourage people to go there, you know. The, the beauty of our website, it is, it's up-to-date, it's interactive. Uh, you can go on our website, and you can find out where all of the 16 early vote sites are, and there's actually a stoplight system on there. It'll tell you if there's any weight. So you might be leaving your office and driving home, and you might be driving by two different early vote sites that have no weighting at all, but you might have a little bit of weight at the one by your house. Uh, in addition, you can go on our website. You can verify your registration status, make sure that you are registered, and it'll, we can also tell you on our website where your polling site is if you, do, if you want to vote on election day. It also tells you what identification you must bring with you. You know, there's several types of identification that's been approved by our legislature, and you must bring one of those photo signature types of identification. So there's just a tremendous amount of information on our website. So, uh, uh, Mr. Latimer, can you can we discuss now, in terms of this election, when is the last date to register if you want to vote 
in this upcoming election? Has it passed? That has already passed. Yes, sir, it was. Okay. As a matter of fact, the state extended it for a week because of the hurricane, Hurricane Matthew, that we had. Um, but that did close on uh, October 18th was the last day to register. Now, you can always change your address up to and including on election day. So if someone has moved, they can change their address. I would encourage them to do it ahead of time so that you know where your polling site is because on election day, you must vote in the precinct that you live in. You can't go like you can for early vote. The early vote, you can go to any one of our 16 sites, and we will produce your ballot on demand is what we call it. We will print your specific ballot for you at an early vote site. But on election day, your ballot has already been printed, and it's waiting for you at your precinct. Okay. Now, Mr. Latimer, uh, at this point, um, can you give us an idea of how many of the early, not early voting, but the mail-in ballots that you've received in your office? Is it a large number? It is. We've actually sent out um, over 235,000 vote-by-mail ballots, and we've received back uh, almost uh, 135,000. That's amazing. And what about uh, um, those who are voting early? Uh, I know we just started on Monday. Uh, How's everything matching up to the previous election cycle in 2012? Yeah. You know, the the numbers are very close, believe it or not. Um, In 2012, we had 62% of our voters voted prior to Election Day. 31% voted by mail and 31% voted early. Um, We had, you know, just 38% of our electors left. And that's why we had no lines and no waiting on Election Day, and we finished tabulating everything by 10.30 that night. Now, interesting, I tell you, 62% of our voters voted prior to Election Day. In this recent primary on August 30th, 72% of our voters voted before Election Day. You know, wow. we're, seeing, uh, we're seeing a tremendous uh, uptick in people taking advantage of either vote-by-mail or early voting, so they make sure that their voice is heard and they don't get shut out. You know, I always tell people, remember, Election Day is the last day to vote. So if you're going to wait till Election Day, I hope that morning when you wake up, you're not sick or somebody you need to take care of isn't sick. Your car starts, you don't have a flat tire, or it's not raining cats and dogs outside and lightning like crazy because I don't want you to get shut out. Um, we're encouraging people, you know, we're, we're doing 14 straight days of early voting, 12 hours a day from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., right straight through two weekends. So, you know, there's plenty of opportunity with 16 sites around the county, and 12 hours a day it should be convenient for you enough to be able to just stop by, go in, and cast that ballot. But before you do, take the time and look at your sample ballot. Be prepared. You know, this, uh, this ballot is on three pages. Um, it's not a long, long ballot, but it's not a short ballot either. There is a couple referenda items on there to read. So we encourage people, you know, take the time, review your sample ballot. If you need to do any research, research it. When you come to the polls, bring your photo signature identification, driver's license is the easiest thing if you have that, and you're ready to vote. You'll be in and out in five minutes. What if I wanted to request a copy of that sample ballot? Can I have that emailed to me? You can actually go on our website. Um, your sample ballot is right on our website. You put your information in, and it will display it for you. You can print it right off yourself. We have mailed sample ballots out. We mail sample ballots to everybody that's registered to vote that has not requested a vote-by-mail ballot. 
if you requested a vote by mail ballot, we're sending you an actual ballot. Um, but if you if you are requesting a vote by mail ballot, then we will send. We have sent sample ballots out already. Uh, Mr. Latimer, uh, uh, this is Ronald. Uh, would you would you be able to uh, to approve us taking uh, this particular pages on? Let's talk about the safe and secure elections and place it on our website. Absolutely, I would I would absolutely ask you to do that. Invite you to do it. The more we tell people what's going on, uh, the response we're getting is, I feel so much safer now. I feel so much better about our elections. You know, I've been talking about this for a couple of months now, and every time I speak to a group, when I finish, I, I say, okay, let me see a show of hands of how many people knew this. And, of course, I get no hands that go up at all. But I do get the people tell me then, I feel a lot better about this. Thank you so much for sharing it. Well, very good. We really appreciate it. Uh uh, so when we distribute uh, this interview, we certainly want to take. We're going to try to distribute it uh, through, uh, throughout the internet, uh, and we'll make sure that Jerry gets a copy. So if you guys want to put it on uh, your particular uh, website, you'll be able to do that also. That's great. So and I want to thank you because this this, this document is, is outstanding, and I think it would answer uh, anybody's question who might have some concerns about the security of our elections. And we want to tell you how much we appreciate you taking the time to uh, sit down and discuss this with us. And before we go, Mr. Latimer, I want to read something that's at the bottom of the page of the, that Jerry provided us because it's important to our audience. And it says, from you, these safeguards are established in law and placed in all 67 counties in Florida. Our counterparts at, at other election offices belong to different political parties and have diverse backgrounds. And the same is true of our staff members and poll workers. It would be impossible to engineer this complex system to benefit a specific candidate or party. Sadly, there's an unwarranted sense of fear among some of our citizens. That is as dangerous to our democracy as, as a compromised election. I am doing everything I can to give our community confidence in our election process. After three decades in law enforcement, my commitment to integrity and compliance in it's never wavered, and I promise you, because I experienced it firsthand, that our elections are safe and secure. Absolutely. One other question, sir. You have a division for your administration, your office, the Supervisor Elections Office, is to be the best place in America to vote. What do you mean by that? Well, that's what we're striving for. We want Hillsborough County to be the best place in America to vote. That's why we are having you know, open, transparent elections, ensuring people that their vote's going to be counted and counted accurately. You know, I don't know if you're aware of this, but we're the only supervisor of elections office in the state of Florida that's been awarded the Governor Sterling Award. This is an award of high distinction for performance management. We actually had a group of examiners came in and spent a week in our office looking over all our procedures, looking at all our data, looking at how we do business. And the end, the conclusion was we actually are doing what we say we do, and we do it well. We're a role model for other offices around the state. Congratulations. You certainly deserve it, sir. Don, do you have any more questions? No, I just want to tell him thank you to him and his staff. Uh, I can tell you from my experience as, as a citizen and a, as a voter that uh, uh, it's always been a pleasant experience, and, and I've always been able to get my ballots. I vote by mail. Uh, I used to early vote, but once I, I, I started voting by mail, 
I got spoiled, so I enjoy that process. So thank you, sir, for all you do. Thank you very much. We appreciate your comments. And again, Mr. Latimer, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today, and please extend my thanks to Jerry also. And hopefully in the future we have uh, time to do this again about important issues related to voting in Hillsborough County. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Ronald Donald. We appreciate it. Okay, sir. Bye-bye.